0: All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Dexter Talbert, who's the founder of Fanwagon. Welcome to the show. How's it going?
1: Really, really good. I'm in Houston, so um, it's
0: 75 to 80 degrees right now, and I can't complain yeah that's uh, that's awesome to hear. I actually spent um, a, a little time in Houston a few years ago um, and I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm a fan of you know Houston, Austin and santa I, I like I'm a fan of Texas, you know because it's yeah. very close over to the over a little bit close to Arizona. but we're not here talking yeah. about geography. We're here talking about startups, right so you're you're yes. the founder of fanwagon. Yes. tell us tell us a little bit about what fanwagon is what what are you working on? what's fanwagon?
1: So, FanWagon gives casual sports fans the power to place bets. So, like right now, it's kind of hard to do that with the platforms that are out. Are a little bit confusing to the casual fan. Um, some of them don't understand prop bets. Some of them don't understand fantasy. Um, I being one of them, took it took me a long time to really get into those um, into those platforms. And I'm deep into sports, deep into tech. Um, so I started noticing like a gap between people. Um, casual fans who want to play a game within a game but it's a lot of the platforms are just a little bit too complicated for them right now um, so that was my um, that was my motivation like I want to solve that problem and so happen they want to bet most of ca- most casual fans want to place little bets they go to the barbershop and place a bet or they have a fun bet with their friends and that's the number one thing that they want to do out of everyone that we asked everybody wants to do that um so we we basically built a platform to make it easy for casual fans to do that and not only that the way that we do it the way that we've executed this is uh, all 50 states in the united states uh, it's legal to do it in the way that we've built it
0: so tell me a little bit about i guess like how how i could do this or you know the user Mm -hmm. experience if i am with some friends and, you know, let's say we, we hear this podcast and we're like, oh, my gosh, you know, let's let, let's bet on something. Let's bet on that or this. Can you kind of like walk me through uh-huh. how it works and kind of the user experience a little bit?
1: Yes, for sure. So the main thing you should know is um, betting, we, we're using gifting as a wager. So a gift can be anything. It could be a toy. It could be a Funko Pop. It could be a, a card or something, a sports card. Um, so we're using that for the wager. So um, the experience is is pretty simple. Um, I can invite you to the app. I can go into the app. I can say, "Oh, there's a game tonight. Um, I can share that that game out to you, even if you don't have the app. And as soon as you tap on it, it'll either tell you to download the app or to open the app and to say, "Hey, here's a bet from Dexter. Um, and it'll give you a couple stats about me. It'll tell you my bet my bet record. And then you could engage in the bet. You don't have to pay anything to get started. Once you're in the bet, um, we can chat, you know, talk trash. Um, Other people can come in and kind of, you know, talk with us and have fun with us. Um, But at the end of the bet, um, you have an option to select a gift. So you can hit a button. You can say, oh, I want, I want this. I want this Funko Pop and, or you can say, I want a $50 Visa gift card. And um, me, I would see that. And at the end of the bet, I can choose to pay that. I can choose to pay for that for you and get it shipped to your house. Or if the Visa gift card, is digital, it goes straight to your app and you can open it and use the money. Um, or I don't have to. So that's the that's kind of the beauty of, of, of what we're doing here. Um, some people don't always want to bet money. Me. Now I do bet a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, so I don't always pay out my bets in FanWagon, but a lot of the times I do. It depends who I'm betting with. If it's someone I don't know, I usually pay it out because I want to build rapport with them. I want them to enjoy the experience. Um, but for someone that I know, I bet probably five or six times a week, I may pay them out twice, <laughs> um, or I may buy them a gift twice. Um, so that's how the experience work. It's really, really simple. Um, I've had some family members who are hope they don't watch this, but they're old geezers and they they don't they're just not tech, you know tech savvy. And I've been able to get them in the app and they're like, oh, that was simple, easy. So, um, so yeah, that's the process. Very, very simple.
0: So walk me through a little bit about the origin story here. I know you mentioned, you know, a few times that you're deep into tech, you know, you, you, you like betting it, um, but like, why did you decide to like build a, this product? What's the origin story here and on how you got started?
1: So it's pretty deep. Um, I'll try not to get too deep. So when I was, a, when I was a child, my parents got divorced. And uh, we were living in Arkansas and I moved to Texas uh, with my dad. So, but most of my family was still in Arkansas. I had a couple in Texas, but they were far away and in Mississippi. So I didn't get to see them as much. And so everything that I did was, okay, how can I do this with someone at a distance? Or how can I have fun with someone at a distance? Um, So when online gaming really popped off in the early 2000s, that kind of helped me out because I was like, okay. I can play with my cousin Mario, um, you know, I don't have to go over his house. Um, so I guess I had like an infatuation with technology that connected people. Um, I was on Yahoo Messenger uh, all the time, AOL, ICQ, I was on all those services, um, connect, just trying to connect with people. Cause I didn't have any friends in Texas. Like we moved to a small town. I had like maybe two friends in school. Um, and I was just with my dad, but I was isolated and. I just, you know, got infatuated with anything that could get me closer to the people I love. So, um, kind of naturally with sports, um, my favorite uncle, he's passed away, but his name was Archie. I, I would call him like every, probably every, almost every day, but for sure every weekend and be like, hey, did you see such and such? He was a huge Vince Carter fan. Like, we would talk sports and stuff. Um, But it was that connection, you know, that I wanted in person that I couldn't have. So it was like, I was using anything that I could to have that connection. So with bandwagon, um, I always think about being able to um, have that feeling of, you know, talking trash amongst one another and just make, you know, placing little bets amongst one another, but from a distance. So like, here's another cool thing that we were working on with restaurants until COVID. we had partnered with some restaurants and you could bet um, you could, uh, we could use their menu for a wager. So there's a restaurant in your area. That's not in my area. You could use them and I could buy you something for that restaurant at a distance. So like those ideas all came about kind of um, based on how I was raised and just kind of like my infatuation with technology, just to connect people in to stay in contact with people that you love or care about. Um, so that was, that was kind of like, I think probably the energy behind me wanting to do it so bad.
0: And, you know, as you build it out, um, you know, I'd love to kind of hear what's the, what's the big vision for it. If you were to like look out five, 10, 15 years, what would you say fanwagon looks like, you know, then, and, and what's the vision, what you're actually rowing. in as you work on it every day. So my, my main vision for fanwagon
1: is well, I have two of them. Um, I have a short term and a long term. The short term is I want people to have a way, casual fans to have a way to place bets and have fun. Um, The long term vision is I want not just casual fans in small groups of communities. I want large groups of communities. Um, I want us to change the way that we approach betting. Right now, I'm in Texas, it's not illegal or legal, there's like a gray area right now, um, based on uh, legalities. Um, But it's set that way because of um, casinos and other people um, in power, they affect most of the legislation regarding gamification around sports and gamification period. It's actually starting to spread into other they're making laws that they never even thought about. Now that they're trying to legalize gambling, because casinos and some of the bigger beer companies, they either a want control or they want there to be a path that they can stay alive. You know, cool, that's fine. Uh, but um, I don't, I don't want to live in the world when that's the only way that, where that's the only way that we can experience gamification in sports so what i want to do is i want to bust the boards bust bust the i want to bust the doors down to where not just fanwagon but other companies can um start building around the same paradigm of okay um here's a platform the users can do what they want to do um obviously you have to police it a little bit but um, I want that rather than us saying oh we're following rules because I don't want to say any other company's name but we're following rules because this company was so cool with this um, senator from state whatever, and they built legislation around that. I don't want a world, I'm not saying that all are bad, but I don't want a world where that's the only choice. I don't want a world where that's, that's the standard. Um, and the reason why I feel that way is because it stifles what we can do as creators. Um, when, as you saw with the internet and with things that you know, the internet's still kind of the wild wild west right now. But with so many things that co- came about, it was it was because there was not legislation around it and people were not trying to control it. And that's when you start getting innovation. You start getting um, seeing new industries uh, crop up. So what I'm trying to do in the long term is is just provide a path, help pave the road. Um, for gamification around sports, where it's just not tied to what a legislator thinks um, and to how they view the industry. There are so many things we can do. Um, There's even like, there's another thing, which maybe this is a conversation for another time, but like gambling addiction. Um, There are ways to prevent that and to help people in that area. Um, However, the way that gambling is set up does not make it easy. Because you're basically telling them you shouldn't be, it's like telling a a child not to play video games or you're playing video games too much. Okay, Um, what else do you want me to do, dad? I have nothing else to do. So there there are, and that's something I'll get into later um, at a later date, Um, but there are so many things that can be addressed um, around gamification with sports um outside of the paradigm that we're in right now which is basically we're at the mercy of what lawmakers feel about it
0: and in order to kind of make that change and make the vision happen you'll need some help right it takes a village to make a startup work so my question for you is how can the forward-thinking founders community help are you hiring are you raising capital are you looking for customers or partners you know how can we assist so we are raising capital um like
1: aggressively we're actually about to try to get a pre-seed within the next four weeks. Um, and then we want to have a seed locked in at least before the end of June. Um, so that's that's number one. Um, I actually have a couple of people that we want to hire to help grow the community. Um, as of our team, we do kind of have a, as far as like a operations, we do kind of already have that. Um, so I'm obviously the founder. Um, we have Michael Pierce. Um, he was head of sports at Yahoo Studios and he's incredibly like he's brilliant at lots of things. And some of the things that you would see about um he would deserve like a lot of the credit for because he's just his mind is just amazing. Um, and Chris Mesa, um, he does a lot. He's huge into college sports, but he's big into sports anyway. Um, but he's been able to help us get um, get a lot of features inside of the app. That really cater to sports fans. Um, not that I'm out of touch, because I I love sports, and I watch sports all the time. But Chris is just special at it. Um, so um, so that's the the current team we have now, and uh, we will be as um, soon as we get um, some funds. We will be hiring for a couple of positions. Um, right now, I'm act- I've actually built the entire app. Um, I built the entire back end. I um, did the iOS app, and I've done a little bit of work on um, the Android side, Um, but I'll be transitioning away from that and, um, you know, hiring a, we'll start with the iOS. And um, once we, once we reach a couple of milestones, we'll get started on it, get started on finishing Android
0: and, and, and really focusing on growth in, in the community. And then I guess for my last question for you is if someone wanted to learn more and Mm -hmm. learn more about this online, where can they find you? Do you have a website, do you have social media or email? How can they get in touch? Um, So fanwagon.net is our website. Um,
1: If you really, really, really want to get in touch, uh, like for partnerships or anything like that, um, of course you can email me, um, uh, which is Dexter at fanwagonapp.com, or you can email Chris. Chris at Fanwagonapp.com, and we usually usually respond pretty, you know, pretty quickly. Um, actually, over the next couple of weeks, um, I haven't got it locked in yet, but most likely next Friday, um, I will be hosting um, kind of an all hands on um, Zoom call for anyone who's interested in um, Fanwagon as a user, as an investor, as whoever. Um, you'll be able to join anonymously if you want. Um, if you're like an investor and you don't want a million people, you know. trying to chat with you. Um, But yeah, so that'll be coming up. And next Friday for now, if nothing changes, and, um, you know, and get people more familiar with what we're doing here and, and um, answer some questions. Uh, I have some users who've, a couple users have suggested it. So um, that's why we're doing it.
0: Cool. Well, you know, I think what you're working on is really interesting, very unique, and I think it be very big. So I appreciate you coming on to the podcast and best of luck building this out. All right. Well, thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it.